Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. We're back with another Brick House team preview, the number 15 team on our countdown, the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. Just a quick reminder to rate us and comment on iTunes. Uh, we would be very much Please. We'd be very much happy about that. You can find us at Brickhouse Pod on Twitter, BrickhousePodcast.com, Bob at BrickhousePodcast.com, Matt at BrickhousePodcast.com. Bob, what do we got for this Grizzlies episode? You know, with these recordings, you just you want to think, what is the conversation that we wish we were a fly on the wall for? Sure. And in this one, we're just so fortunate to have the exit interview from last season of head coach Dave Yeager wow. with longtime general manager Chris Wallace. Yeah. There's controversy about this because... Jaeger for the second time was under contract as the head coach for an, another couple of years, mm-hmm. but had a wandering eye, as they say, sure. looking for a better job. He wanted to interview for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves job last year when that position became available mm-hmm. and then was rumored to have interest in the Sacramento Kings job, Yeah, which uh, turns out was true some truth to that rumor so this is the exit interview after the coach they the memphis grizzlies ended the season one and 14 if you include the uh, playoff sweep at the hands of the spurs cold world yeah it was a tough tough way to go but they did still limp into that seventh seed in the playoffs this is right after those playoffs have ended and uh, wallace and jaeger's conversation let's let's give it a listen well, that was a season from hell. Yeah, it was. Kind of relieved it's over. So I hear. I hear so much. What do you hear, Chris? I hear that you're looking to move teams after I fought to get you an extension. Almost being fired five games into my contract didn't inspire a sense of loyalty. So you're going to Sacramento? You think they'll be loyal to you? They have a new coach every year. They wouldn't trade key players while they're trying to make a playoff push. They don't trade their players when it's clear to every pimple-popping basketball blogger that they should. Courtney Lee, Jeff Green. We didn't want to see Courtney go, but this business is full of tough choices, all right? Or what Sacramento calls unsolvable riddles. What's the tough choice? Who are you going to replace him with? Timberlake has a lead on Chandler Parsons. They're teaming up in some hot water company. Who are the Kings going to sign this year? I don't know, but they respect me, and they're willing to pay me twice as much, and I won't have to deal with the dysfunction around here. <laughs> you want to escape dysfunction, and your plan is to go to Sacramento? They're the I Am Sam of NBA franchises. Don't call me when you wake up in the middle of the night with blood coming out of your eyes and no Academy Award. I'd love to imagine how these actual meetings go, because they always say like the most boring, innocuous, right. rote things whenever players and coaches part ways. Right. And 
because they're so boring, there is no possible way that that is how the conversation went ever. Do we do we think uh, maybe it was so boring that Jaeger knew it would be? That's why he went to the Kings, so it w- he knew nothing's boring with them. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll definitely have some insane conversations over there, as we've heard in our earlier recordings. Matt, the uh, Grizzlies made a couple of changes, mostly running back the whole team. Change Mike Conley's bank account, Bob. <laughs> they certainly did. Mike Conley Sr. is his agent, actually. They, tra- they changed all the Conley's bank accounts. <laughs> I think we might have said this before, either that or we said this in private. Ten years ago, if you told us that in 2016, Mike Conley would be making $150 million and Greg Oden wouldn't be in the league anymore, no what, kidding, huh? what would people have said? The subtractions... Lance Stevenson, Chris Anderson, and Matt Barnes. That is a trifecta of crazy subtractions. Yeah. Yeah, definitely got rid of uh, the madness. They added Chandler Parsons. Right. Troy Daniels, Tony Roten, James Ennis, Wade Baldwin, Deontay Davis, and Rade Zagorak in the draft. Wade Baldwin... He was the only one that the Kings worked out, right? Oh, yeah. And we got the medical records for. So maybe Jaeger sent those medical records to the Grizzlies as a thank you. Ah. About. Yeah, yeah he's cousins of uh, Aunt Carl Anthony Towns. That's right. So I look, look for him to do big things. What do you think about those additions? They, the Parsons one I, I like because of the shooting. Yeah, Parsons is an improvement over Matt Barnes as long as he stays on the court offensively i suppose sure they had to do something the you know not a ton of free agents all getting in line to go to the memphis grizzlies but uh jtt really really came through to jonathan taylor thomas (laughs) oh timberlake yeah is is he not a middle initial t (laughs) yeah yeah you know dave yeager for as as hard of a time as he got set an NBA record last year while the Grizzlies set an NBA record for suiting up 28 different players. Wow. They've had so many injuries and uh, so many uh, players on 10-day contracts coming and going. One of my favorite moments from the season last year was right after that playoff sweep, uh, Vince Carter and Matt Barnes press conference. Yeah. They were both pretty emotional about you know, having no struggle towards the end of the season, but giving it their damn best. And, and Jaeger had a good interview that same day, too, where you could tell the guy was clearly tired, uh, but he did make a good effort. Vince Carter kind of has given himself a second NBA career here. He's like a third and fourth, right, really. That's fair. Yeah, he said he wants to play for another two seasons. They had Lance Stevenson last year. One of the guys that suited up for four games was Alex Stephenson. Mm. maybe they got confused and they thought it was Lance for a second and they threw him in there for four games accidentally. Yeah, they had six. only six players of those 28 played less than 10 games. Actually, sorry, seven players of those 28 played less than 10 games. So not only were they playing a bunch of players, they were playing them for a chunk of games. Uh-huh. But they had also, like, Gasol only played 52 games, Conley only played 56 
Zach Randolph only played 68, so they had a bunch of these these injuries here. Yeah, well, let's get into the uh, the starting lineup. And now the starting lineup for your Memphis Grizzlies. Because these guys are going to be crucial. Their health is going to be crucial, really, to their success. Right. Having them at 15, um, you know, predicts that they're not going to be completely irrelevant but going to need the, the health of their star players, especially Mark Gasol. They have the $153 million man, Mike Conley. Tony Allen, who's 35. Wow. 34, 35. Parsons, Zach Randolph, Mark Gasol. It's no surprise to the loyal Brickhouse listeners that I've been on the blow the Grizzlies up bandwagon, bandwagon for over a year. That doesn't look like that's going to happen. They're, I no. think they're going to ride. They're going to ride these thirty-year-olds till they're forty. Yeah, they, it reminds me of my time as a Clippers fan. You know, yeah. These past five years, every year you think, well, they got to do something different to go further in the playoffs next year. And, oh, they're just running the same yeah, exact team same exact back team out five years in a row. Now we'll probably get Grizzlies Clippers in the playoffs again. It seems like it's an annual tradition, and they're stuck with. Gasol's making over twenty million. Conley's making over twenty-five million. So they're not. Not only are they sticking with them, they are committing yeah. long-term to them. Parsons is making that kind of money now too. Yeah, yeah. I say that the Grizzlies are like a Nicolas Cage movie at this point. <laughs> right. We've seen the best that they're going to do ever many years ago, and they just keep trotting out the same incomplete, tired performance year after year. Mm-hmm. They're losing people's attention. Right. Record prediction. So for our record prediction, last year they were 42 and 40. This year I have them 43 and 39. Yeah. <laughs> 43 and 39 good for just barely missing the playoffs actually. Ninth yeah. in the in the Western Conference. I have them at one more win of 44 and 38. It's never that I've thought they were a bad team. They're just not a championship team. They're a perfectly fine regular season team when everyone is healthy. And they they have a very thin bench, so one injury for any amount of time could really damage their playoff chances. Right. And Mike Conley is no longer playing for the NBA's biggest contract of all time. He has it. He he won that. He, <laughs> Although he does seem like he has some integrity that he will not quit on his team. Right. No, he's not. Doesn't see. He seems like a perfectly fine guy. Yeah. Matt, how would this team beat the Golden State Warriors? If you're going to beat San Francisco, be sure to Hot water, Bob. <laughs> hot water. What you do is it's what see it's water for hot people, right? uh-huh. <laughs> but it's also hot. So you probably just have to throw it in the face of the warriors. Okay. Yeah. Just just take the hot water. It's it's water for hot people. Uh huh. And throw it on the ground. Throw it in their faces. <laughs> throw it. Throw it everywhere. They're going to have lots of cases of hot water. Yeah. You know, it's water it's, for hot people, Bob. It doesn't sell all that well. <laughs> well, because there's, there's only two hot people in the entire world, really. It's Chandler Parsons and whoever the other one is. Timberlake? Yeah, there you go. And two years ago, these guys really pushed the Warriors to the brink. 
they've set the mold for how to bump and grind Curry until he's completely frustrated right. and out of rhythm. Uh, they use Tony Allen to do that, you know, who's just a, a beast despite uh, being a little long in the tooth. Trick or treat, Tony. They were down, I think, two games to one to the Grizzlies two years ago in the playoffs when Steve Kerr's assistant coach suggested switching Bogut to Tony Allen. Yeah. And then playing nine feet off of him, basically daring him to shoot, which turned out to be a brilliant move because they made it. Uh, so the Grizzlies were playing essentially four on five on offense and right. had to take him out. Yeah. But if he could learn how to knock down a, a nine-footer, they have a serious chance to get into Steph Curry's head. <laughs> I'd also like to see Zebo try and get into Draymond's head the way he has with Blake Griffin. Oh, yeah. I'll give him a, a chance. And now it's time for a personal anecdote with Matt Baker. Matt, you know, uh, the reason to go to Memphis besides their um, barely missing the uh, playoffs with their basketball team is their barbecue. Yes, definitely. Memphis is known for their barbecue. You know, your name is a culinary thing, and Matt Baker. Oh, yes, it is. Do you have any culinary secrets? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> You're I, an open book. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I keep it. What I eat, I keep pretty simple, just like chicken and eggs and cereal and the same time yeah yeah it's all in the same <laughs> i blend it uh yeah i don't i don't have any like i i know some people who pride or pride themselves on their steak you know like they cook a good steak or uh -huh. they can do this i i don't i don't have any no no i mean i do you bake ever sure i mean i i know i would like to <laughs> but i don't trust my oven in uh, my apartment because uh -huh. it's very old. Uh -huh. I've used it a few times. Um, it's like the furnace in Home Alone. and <laughs> It's really scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always have Daniel Stern trying to break <laughs> in too. You know, maybe if I had a better accommodations for like my kitchen's not bad, but I just don't – I just keep it really simple at the moment. The bakers growing up, we had things – there were family recipes and stuff, but we would always, we would eat a lot of the same things and we would just, I don't know, we were, we're very simple food people, I think. Well, maybe one of these days Blue Apron will uh, advertise on the podcast or something and we'll uh, give that a whirl. Yeah, that'd be, that would help me out. Maybe some uh, iTunes ratings would help us get there, guys. Come on. On the next episode of Brick House. So on the next episode, we're previewing the team that we predict, at least Bob predicts, We'll take the biggest leap in the standings nice. next season. And they have a player who probably takes the biggest leap of the dunk contest as well. Find out who we're talking about on the next episode of BrickHouse.